0: What's good, everyone? I'm Ryan Hall, and you're listening to the Run Free Podcast. Welcome to episode number one. That's my dog, Mita. She's feeling like she wants to say something. Mita, you have anything to say? Alright, there you go. I don't know what that means in dog language, but... All you dog whispers out there hit me up Let me know what that just means I'm just going to put her outside real quick Anyways starting this thing off On a tangent love it That's probably going to happen from time to time with my uh, rambling mind. Anyways, um, welcome to Run Free Podcast. Really excited to get this off the ground. And uh, today I just want to kind of tell you guys all about Run Free Training and the Run Free Podcast and then also to just kind of cast a vision for what I want to go after with this podcast. So today will just be me kind of chatting with you guys. Um, In the future, I do hope to have some people on, some guests um, to share their heart and things that they've learned throughout their, their running careers, um, certainly will have my wife on here at some point. Um, but for this one it 's just going to be me uh, telling you guys all about run free podcasts and run free training and i 'm not going to talk too much let 's start with run free training i 'm not going to get too much into that um, because this podcast is not just for those people who are who are coaching through run free training it 's also just for everyone who 's interested in maximizing their potential in athletics and in life. So kind of Genesis story, how Run Free Training started was this summer, uh, my wife and I, um, for you guys who aren't familiar with our story, I used to run professionally for... 10 plus years my wife she's still running professionally we moved to flagstaff arizona from redding california and uh you were just kind of getting settled in here when i got a phone call from one of my friends jay Stephenson, and uh jay and i go way back known each other for a bunch of years he's a stud runner himself and stud coach and uh, he called me up and he was like hey have you ever thought about starting a online training business personal training business and you know i told him like yeah i'm coaching some athletes online which i continue to do and and love absolutely love coaching athletes um whether it's in person or online um but i was i was telling him, i've thought about it but there's already like so many great platforms out there already um jack daniels has a great one mcmillan has a great one so like there's lots of good stuff out there but What kind of made me excited as we kind of talked about, well, what could it look like if we did do something, was kind of taking a more holistic approach. And I'm not saying that, you know, other programs aren't holistic, but I just know what ours is, and it is very holistic. And I think it needs to be for it to be effective. I used to always tell people, you know, running is not a hobby, it's a lifestyle. And a quick, quick story to illustrate that. I remember. Before I was going to throw out a first pitch at Fenway Park, um, prior to running the Boston Marathon, I remember walking past all the players' cars where they park them like down underneath the stadium. And I remember just seeing like literally a box of Dunkin' Donuts on like every single dash of every single car. And I was like, wow, must be nice to be a baseball player. Like I haven't had a donut in like, six months or a year. <laughs> so, you know, running, you, you got to have every single aspect dialed in and that's what we want to do at run free training. So we kind of have this five finger approach um, where we focus on number one, obviously well dialed in training taking you from wherever you're at using your time energy resources to get you to where you want to go um that's a a fluid pro program like something i learned from one of the greatest coaches in the world um coach canova who coaches a lot of uh Uh, Kenyan athletes said that the training program should follow the athlete, not the athlete follow the training program. And I think that is just spot on. Um, I think people get in trouble when they, you know, download these eight weeks to a marathon. And I've written these programs before. So I'm not not dissing them. It's better than nothing. But definitely having something that bends and flexes with your body and how your body is absorbing the training is the more ideal uh, way to go about training so that's how our training is you know athletes will work personally one-on-one with coaches um and those coaches will design amazing programs for the athletes and uh and we'll lead them to where to the where they want to go um the the second finger is rest um and rest is not just sleep it's also a it's a, a inner rest. It's something you operate out of, which we will get into that deeply on this podcast. Um, but just kind of like that's when you get better. Like I used to always tell people when I was around professionally that I'm not a professional runner, I'm a professional sleeper. Because when I get better is when I'm sleeping, not, not when I'm running. So I think it's really easy to, you know, just try and fit in sleep where you can and get as many hours as you can. But really, it's got to become a priority if, if you're about maximizing your. Potential in running or in any sport, in my mind. Uh, the third kind of finger that we're going after is fuel. Um, that one's pretty straightforward. You know, what what you put in your body is is your fuel source. It's what's going to power you towards your goals, and super super important. And um, I learned a lot about that throughout my career. Made a lot of mistakes along the way in that category. Um that I've learned from that hoping to pass on to all of our athletes and have them not make those same mistakes. Uh the the fourth finger is the one percent. So in that category, we're talking about weights, self-massage, recovery modalities, um, you know, even like uh things like the what are they called? The the little pools of water that you float in, sensory deprivation tanks, I think is the technical name. Stuff like that. Um that kind of all fits in that one percent category. There's just those little things you can do that that can make add up and just make a big difference um, as you kind of stack those on top of each other. And then lastly and I think in my mind most importantly and the thing that I was the most excited about starting online training platform was for this finger in particular because i think and believe and have experienced this to be the most powerful way for me to maximize my potential is the inside game um so that finger is just called internal so all those things that are happening internally um, whether it's your spirit whether it's your emotions whether it's your mind um, all those things and addressing those things and harnessing those things and using them to serve you is in my mind the most important aspect of training and so that leads nicely into what this podcast is all about uh, run free podcast is this is for that finger that this is where we are going to go after this is where the training will occur is on this podcast as we dive deep into everything that's happening inside of us um, whether it be um, nerves on a starting line Our mentality going into a workout, um, our identity going into a workout is super, super important. Um, Talking about things like comparison, uh, thankfulness, childlikeness, getting outside yourself. Just all these things that happen inside that allow us to achieve our maximum potential on the outside. So that is about Run Free Training and kind of starting into uh, the Run Free podcast. But first I kind of want to talk about... The genesis story of the name Run Free, which is kind of a cool story. So, like I said, I ran professionally for 10 years. And when I was first starting out running professionally, uh, I had to choose a business name for my quote unquote running business. Um, and so I thought about it for a long time and came up with Run Free. And so, you know, my business is called Run Free Incorporated. And it's just been something I've been going after my entire career. And when I think about like, well, what does that mean like to run free? I see run free as being like the top of Everest or the top of any mountain um, where anyone can get there. And when you get up there, it's just the most amazing, beautiful experience you can have. And for me, it was experiences I had in inside of sports. Um, but... It wasn't a mountaintop that I lived on. I still don't live on top of that mountain. I'm I'm not on that mountaintop every single day. This is something that takes a lot of internal work to get there, and a, a culture, a mindset, a mentality that has to be day in and day out kind of cultivated. Um, so that's that's what run free means to me. So fast forward to 2011. And I was, actually it was 2010, and it was the fall of 2010, I ten. I'd just gone out on this uh, kind of faith-based coaching um, journey that I was, I was starting, where basically I was just applying my faith the best I knew how, um, you know, praying, asking God what to do, digging through scriptures, the Bible, and, and seeing what I could apply from the Bible um, in my day-to-day life and in my running in particular, and uh, just really believing that, like, What I really wanted, to be honest, was that I wanted God to give me, like, the exact plan. Like, this is the exact workout. These are the exact splits I want you to hit for this workout. This is the exact amount of time of rest in between intervals I want you to take. Like, that was what I wanted. But I found it really interesting that God, what he ended up telling me is it's not about what you do. It's about how you do what you do. And, you know, my takeaway from that is he wasn't necessarily saying, like, it doesn't matter what you do, you can go train however you want and it's going to work. That's not at all the point of what I felt like he was telling me. The point was, like, what's going on inside of your heart, inside of your head, your thoughts? Uh, you, what mentality, what attitude are you bringing to your workouts when you're doing them? Because I can tell you from personal experience, I can remember when I was in high school. And really like weighed down by a lot of self-imposed pressure and going into workouts and just getting super nervous for workouts. And side note, I think it's okay to get nervous for workouts just as long as it's like a nervous excited and not like a nervous pressure. I think there's there's a difference between the two there and we'll dig into that um, in future episodes. But I can remember going into these 400 meter rep uh, workouts and just getting so nervous and going to the well, like trying to run as fast as I could for every single interval, milking it and like getting towards the end of the workout, feeling like I was going to vomit. I could feel my forearms were getting all tingly and tired. and You know you're tired when you're running and your forearms start to get tired, but just going like like crazy, super deep. And uh, and you know, that worked for a little bit, but ultimately it kind of um, made me have to take a lot of time off and rest. And I was very volatile throughout uh, much of my running career. I think because I brought this mentality of like racing your workouts. And you hear coaches talk about that a lot. Like don't race your workouts, like save the race for the workout. But for me, like the reason why I was racing the workout was because I had to prove to myself that I was fit and ready to go. It was like, I got confidence from the workout and side note, it's okay to get confidence from your workouts. I think that's good. Just as long as that's just adding to your confidence. It's not the center of your confidence like it was for me. So, you know, all that to say, Running workouts in that mentality, Um, I never responded super well to that. And that was part of my problem with my first kind of three years at Stanford is that I was racing my workouts, racing my teammates all the time. And then when I got to the race, I was just flat. Um, Whereas fast forward in my career later on, I was running professionally under the faith-based coaching, doing the same exact workout and even just doing it like a hair slower but like really enjoying it, looking forward to it, having fun with it, feeling like going into that workout, like I had nothing to prove. And it was more like I was observing my performance as a cloud passing in the sky. It wasn't defining who I was. It wasn't telling me what kind of shape I was in necessarily. It was just a part of my journey to get to where I wanted to go. And whenever I trained with that kind of mentality, I saw tremendous growth and long-term growth. Um, They'd just keep going up and up up so um, that's that 's a great example of it 's not about what you do it 's about how you do it, so we can design like the perfect training for you. you know God could have given me the perfect training for me, but if i 'm not doing it with the right heart it 's not going to work, or at least you know maybe that 's too far, but it won 't work as well as it could if you have everything dialed dialed in on the inside. So that's why this finger of, of going internal and, and doing the work internally, going into these workouts with the right mentality is so, so, so important, um, even more important than the nuts and the bolts of the actual workout. Um, so, you know, digging a little bit deeper into what run free means, just so you guys can kind of understand what I'm talking about because I understand it is like kind of philosophical and maybe kind of hard to grasp. Um, but maybe this would be a good way to describe it. I remember some of the, my moments throughout my running career when I felt the most free was when I was running out in the forest in Big Bear Lake in Southern California where I grew up and running all by myself on these beautiful single track trails overlooking the lake just feeling like the wind blowing through my hair and just my body in motion and just feeling, you know, you talk about a flow state, you know. It was like a fl- a flow state and it was like... Like nothing was weighing me down. I wasn't feeling any pressure. I wasn't feeling any anxiety about anything. No worries was just like completely in the moment, enjoying my, the sensation of my body running and then, to me, I think that is that that kind of captures run free. So hopefully, you know, you can kind of close your eyes and picture moments you've had throughout your running or sport where you were just out doing it and just totally caught up in the moment and uh, and feeling just completely free, free of all pressure, free of all burden. Uh, another experience where I feel like I had this was uh, prior to the 2012 Olympic trials. I was uh, training in Redding, California, and uh, my wife and I, we were kind of auditing um, uh, uh, one of the schools at our church, at Bethel Church. And during that time, we broke out into small groups, um, and I remember they took Sarah and I, and they put us in the in the middle of the room, and they knew I had the Olympic trials coming up, and I think it was like a week out. And so they just brought me into the center of the room. They started giving me encouraging words that they felt like they were hearing from God. And I remember just feeling so wrecked in the best kind of way um, from that experience because they were just speaking just so much encouragement into my soul um, that I just felt so filled up and free and light. I remember walking out of the center of that circle just being like, whoa, I feel like someone just took a weight off my shoulders. And I remember that it, it lasted. I took that with me to Houston to the Olympic trials. And it became kind of most apparent – it was apparent my running. I remember uh, in the runs leading up to the trials, I went from like kind of so-so training to all of a sudden the week of the trials just feeling like I was tiggered. Like I just had so much balance in my step and feeling so good. Uh it was just amazing how how that internal like freedom that I was feeling really manifested itself on the outside. But I remember vividly kind of another moment when I I really realized how powerful that experience was for me was walking into the pre race tech meeting where you know the guys and the girls so about four hundred runners who have qualified for the Olympic trials are all in this giant room and they're kind of going through the play by play of how things are going to work where you need to be when. All that stuff. But I just remember walking into this room and just feeling like such a tension and like pressure and heaviness and like everyone just seemed like all on edge, you know. And I, I felt like, again, like using the cloud analogy, I felt like I was just kind of like observing it from the outside because that's not at all how I felt. Like I felt completely like at peace. I felt completely free. Um, just just I felt a sense you know there was obviously nervousness you know but like it was again an excited nervousness of like man i can't wait to get out there i'm so excited about this opportunity um you know just really really excited for the experience so you know i, I took that with me even further to the starting line of the race and still like just felt like i was just kind of floating in a cloud and that that kind of took me through the first half of the race, but what's really interesting, I was actually reflecting on this, uh, when I was out biking with Sarah while she was running, which is typical for me these days. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about how, you know, I felt so free on the inside and that was heavily manifested in the first half of that race where we really got after it and we were running pretty fast and I was bleeding uh much of the race I don't remember if it was the whole first half but for quite a bit of time I was I was in the lead and kind of controlling the pace and we were flying and I was feeling really good everything was clicking but the problem was it was a windy day and so it's interesting that the wind got me frustrated and that frustration is exactly the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that holds us back you know like needing everything to be perfect and getting frustrated when things aren't going how you want them to go. And so I remember just getting frustrated on the inside about this external thing that was happening. But that internal frustration after that happened, I started to physically feel worse and had one of like, the toughest last uh, half of of marathon I've ever had in my life. Um, It's the only time when I hit mile 20 and I felt like I was kind of floating above myself, like observing myself running. You know, they talk about the hitting the wall experience. And I I think if your nutrition's on point, that doesn't have to, and your training's on point, and all these five-finger things are on point, I don't think you have to hit a wall. And this was the only time when I really did throughout my career, but it was not... A fun experience but that all happened because i was letting this frustration manifest inside me so it was just a really kind of interesting experience of like how the inside game affects the outside game and, you know i was able to work through it and still finish second and qualified for my second olympic uh, team but it, it was nearly nearly a miss um so That's that's what I want to avoid. I want to avoid athletes getting frustrated when they're out there in their workouts or in their races. I just want us to be very aware of what's going on inside of us, knowing that whatever's going on inside of us is going to come out. So let's talk about how we're going to go after this. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about this because it's not necessarily a super easy thing to go after. And it's something that has to be cultivated almost daily, and by almost, I mean every day. <laughs> um, so let's talk about you know how how we can go after getting to this summit of the mountain. And real quick, let me just uh, divulge not divulge divert not divert I don't know what the right word is, um, but let me just talk briefly about why I'm so excited too about this this summit, this uh, mountain top experience of being completely unencumbered, being completely free, being having no pressure, no anxiety, no fear, no worries, no stress just being able to be completely in the moment and just just floating through your run or floating through your sport, whatever it is that you do why let's talk a little bit about what's so cool about this is that Every single person can get there. And yes, it takes support along the way. It takes community. It takes work. Um, it's not necessarily easy, but it is so worth it. And I just love that every single person can experience this that we coach. You know, because as much as one thing that bothered me about running and in, in things like the Olympics is that, you know, here like – Hundreds, thousands, however many is, millions even, of kids are devoting their life towards the Olympic Games and trying to get to the very top of of their discipline. And yet only one person can do that every four years in in each discipline. And that's just kind of sad to me, you know, like that you could be that passionate about something, go after something that hard only to be disappointed at the end of your journey. And I don't think it has to be like that. And I think that's what this podcast can go after is like, how do each one of us enter that amazing sweet spot where running or whatever your sport is, is the most fulfilling it's the most abundant. It's the most life-giving. Um, it's like this is why I do this. Like not not for the result. It's for this experience. This is what I love. And it's really cool that it's not just one person that can get there. It's every single one of us. And I I just love that about this topic. Um, so yeah, let's let's get going. Let's go after this mountaintop um, experience. And uh, let's get captivated by the summit. Let's keep our eyes on that. Let's get excited about getting there. And when I think about like what does the summit look like, we've talked a lot about my own personal experiences, but the analogy that I love to use, um, and I use it actually in the last chapter of my book, is this half-pipe experience. And so that's... let Let me just kind of take you through that. So imagine you are at the olympic games you're standing at the top of the half pipe you have one more run you've already taken two runs and you are the last competitor to go and you're standing at the top and right before you're about to go on your last run the announcer comes on and and he says you know since no one has beat your score already um, you've won the olympic gold medal and so you still have one run to take but you know that you've won already and just imagine for a second what that would feel like picture yourself at the top of that half pipe looking down knowing that you can't fail like you already won and just imagine the amount of freedom excitement joy um, that you'd feel in that moment just just imagine how weightless and effortless you'd be able to perform knowing that like you couldn't mess it up and that that is what this is all about that's where i want i want that's where i want to be i've been there before like i said i i I don't live there but i've been there And it's so sweet, and I, I want to go back there myself. And even though I'm not running anymore, like I want to go back there and in, in other areas of my life, you know, doing weightlifting or time with the kids or whatever it is. Like I want to experience fullness of life, fullness of joy, in whatever I'm doing. And I'm just so certain that the only way to experience that is by doing the internal work and uh, and cultivating. The attitudes, the mentality, the mindset that it's going to take for me to experience that. So this is your invitation. Join me on this journey. Whether you know you're you're an athlete training with us or not, um, we'd love for you to go on this journey with us. Um, let's see. Uh, if you want to check out Run Free Training, you can find that at runfreetraining.com. Um, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, shoot me an email, ryan at com. Because I think this is, what I'm really trying to do with this podcast is start discussions, you know, start a conversation. I'm hoping that, you know, you're listening to this and maybe your training partner is listening to it or even if they're not. And you're just like, you know what, like maybe today we should be thinking about how thankful we are for this workout and for this day and this opportunity to get to go push ourselves in this workout. And like, let's make that the focus of today. Not like nailing the times. Um, That's just, you know, kind of one little example of like, let's go after this thing together. Let's have conversations about like, how do we free ourselves? So um, definitely shoot me an email with like, even like things that you feel like, you would like to hear about on this podcast things that have uh that maybe are currently weighing you down or have weighed you down in the past um and i'd love to hear your stories of breakthrough too because um i'm looking to learn as much from you guys as hopefully you can pick up some nuggets and and learn from me as well and and from the guests that we'll have on here but um i love to hear your guys experiences of things that you've you've overcome Uh, things that have have weighed you down that no longer weigh you down or maybe that you've learned to get free of that you're still kind of battling with from time to time so that's all i got for episode one guys thanks so much for joining me and i'm looking forward to future podcasts when we uh, really kind of kind of start getting to work uh today was kind of a talk about the training and then next time around we will kind of launch ourselves straight into it so thanks for uh thanks for joining me guys hopefully um this is my first podcast attempt. Hopefully it went decent, (laughs) but at the end it's, it's not about me performing either. So, um, I'm just excited to be a part of community of people that are going after this, the same thing that I'm going after. So thanks guys. Blessings on y'all.